Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. We are continuing with our series, Others. It's about others. And last week, we looked at the lost ship and the lost coin from Luke chapter 15. How the good shepherd goes out there. And looks for the ship that was lost. One out of a hundred leaves the ninety-nine. And then the lady who lost her coin out of ten, she swept the whole house. Now, if you're a good person with money, you you know that if you have ten million and one million goes missing, you don't say, ah, it's just one million. Now, that's how you're going to start losing the next and then the next those in business are you here some people think they treat business like uh, charity yeah not not mrs Bukenya. <laughs> they don't know <laughs> business has to be profitable uh, as quickly as possible uh i think that the number one reason businesses shut down and a lot of them shut down in the first one year is they have all these fanciful notions of how they think they can go on without making profit because they think they'll make profit later never works never has never will but if you come to business garage and you join the business leaders network you'll learn a couple of things there if you don't know about that talk to uh, sister mona she's a strong member of the network and chairman julius they will show you and pastor chris of course our business pastor they'll show you what to do Alright, so today I want us to continue in that same chapter 15 and look at the lost son. Okay? So there's a lost ship, the lost coin, and now we are looking at the lost son. Many of you know the story as the story of the prodigal son. Prodigal son, almost everyone has a version of the story. Yeah, it's like one of David and Goliath. Who has never heard of Goliath? Oh yeah. So, you've heard of the prodigal son story. Now, that's uh, actually a miss. When I say misnomer, do you understand what I mean? Uh, It's a misnomer because it's not a prodigal son. It's more of the story of the prodigal father. Uh, That's why in the proper Bibles, they say the story of the lost son. Because prodigal means uh, one who, who... not not really wasteful, but lavishes. Yeah, one who is extravagant. And it's the father who was extravagant. The other guy was up to his own stuff. So I want us to look at the story of the lost son. It's a long story. It starts verse 11 and ends at 32. Uh, that's usually not a very good thing for most preachers. Because you can preach two verses, two hours. Now, when you have uh, 22 verses one starts wondering but here's how we are going to solve the problem can we we are going to read through the whole text loudly and then for the sake of those who may not even have understood certain parts and then we'll pick out the main points as it relates to the topic of others is that okay but before that 
we have our memory verse for this series. Last time I didn't tell you it was a memory verse. Now I'm telling you it is Philippians 2.4, which says, Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Say it again. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. We are going to say it two more times. And then the third time, they will remove it from the screen and you will say it from memory. So those who are WhatsApping now, I'm sure you are listening. And don't take a picture. Hey, who is that one taking a picture? <laughs> I pity people who come to church and think we are here to be serious. We just... Life, life, life. You have only one here on earth. So don't be too serious with it. Enjoy it. Okay, the third time. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. This is the fourth time and it's going to be loud because the next time the scripture won't be on the screen. And yet the volume has to stay the same. Are we agreed? Eh? One, two, we go. Uh-huh. Are you ready for the one without the words? Or do you or do you want? You're ready? One, two, we go. amazing i thought i had some german and french in there uh, you know mr bean sings that other song eh? which one is it hallelujah hallelujah yeah so some of you i only had you at others the last word mm. <laughs> What a shock. Now let's read the other one. All of it. The lost son. Ah, no, no, no. Let's go. Three, two, one, we go. Then he said, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, uh -huh, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country and there he wasted his possessions with prodigal living but when he had spent all there arose a severe famine in that land and he began to be in want then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate and no one gave him anything but when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, 
I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best drop and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his other son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the, I think it was anointed crushers. He called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots? You killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. Thank you, Father, for your word. Open the eyes of understanding. Open our hearts and minds. Open our will above all things that will be obedient to your word concerning your heart for the lost. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so three main characters in the story the father, the first son, and the second son. So, three main characters. Are we agreed? Or are you seeing other characters? The swine is not a main character. Neither is the young goat. <laughs> and someone even saw lizards in the story. I don't know how. But those are not the main, the main characters. There was a father and he had two sons. The older son and the younger son. And in the story, we find that the older son and the younger son, both of them were really looking out for only their own interests. They had never read Philippians 2.4. Unlike you who has read it and even memorized it. So because they were looking out for their own interests, they behaved in a way that grieved the father. Every time we look out for only our own interests, we hurt and grieve our heavenly father and we hurt those who are around us like i shared with us it would not be now all of us being human it is we already wired with instincts to take care of ourselves so never be there and you worry whether you'll be able to take care of yourself no that's natural yeah if you are walking somewhere and a loud sound goes off just naturally you find yourself taking care of yourself first yeah don't worry about it don't be like lord please help me to be able to take care of myself 
because I over over care about other people I feel like it is compromising my care for me now those of you who are looking at me and thinking this fallen man uh, I wish he knew the kind of love that me I have for other people just do me a favor do one thing like this can I tell you the one thing you should do get married yeah just what yeah hey good to see my relatives from the east they're right here Abraham and Rachel now get married before I got married eh? I was the most loving most caring most generous most holy most understanding man of God oh yes oh yeah yeah the people this side don't seem to be interested in the message that I'm talking about okay first sit down now I, so I, I thought me sorted I thought this I thought this girl had got the best deal yeah she had got herself a man of God and she anointed appointed she was going to have the time of her life in her marriage hey and of course we did what uh, righteous people do we walked down the aisle some people they are still no it's not the message today <laughs> am i protected i'm protected i can say it from here so some people instead of walking down the aisle they are those ends driving without a driving permit hey what a shock Ask your neighbor, do you have a driving permit? And some people have one from NASA Road. <laughs> NASA, eh? NASA Road driving permits are not allowed. We want real ones with government inspection. Where they've checked whether you can reverse into the parking spot. Right? <laughs> no. So, anyway who is not happy and why you're happy right so it's my story yeah well you also when you preach you'll tell your story and that's how it works you like my story someone no, we walk down the aisle and life begins hey I don't know what happened to the anointing. I don't know what happened to the love. All I can tell you, things became very hard. Oh yeah, things fell apart. The center could no longer hold. I was no longer at ease. Hey! So things kept deteriorating, deteriorating, 
uh, until one day i remember where i was you know there are, there are moments eh, where you remember exactly where you were that the time of the day usually you can tell by the angle of the shadows <laughs> so i was at home in the sitting room around 10 a.m on a saturday in the morning and then i started crying without anyone touching me <laughs> what a shock so those of you who think this one doesn't know what he's talking about just do me a favor get married oh yeah you know like pastor laura shook told us when she was here she said marriage wasn't designed to make you happy it was designed to make you holy ah. are there any married people here who feel like holiness has come into your life since you any, any evidence hey wow the evidence is all around so so i get married and for three years i couldn't figure out what to do like the thing is so bad this thing is so bad when we are still at uh, university my wife was called smiley Mm, because that she used to smile all the time now after about one year of being married to me the smile was gone hey can you imagine wiping off someone's smile oh wow i'm telling you oh yeah the most loving person just made someone smile disappear hey life was hard yeah, and what saved our marriage was Andrew Womack Discipleship Evangelism course. When we started studying about grace, and then you realize that God loves you not because you're lovely, but because He is love. Oh, that's what saved everything. Just realizing that you, how fake thou art, but the Lord loves you how fake thou what you guys don't can't change code progression from your pre- predetermined course of action <laughs> <laughs> give me the right <laughs> how fake thou what but the lord loves you how fake thou what Lord loves you. How fake thou art. But the Lord loves you. How fake thou art. But the Lord loves you. How fake thou art. But the Lord loves you. Are they taking instructions to someone else? How fake thou art. Yeah. 
but the Lord loves you. Now some of you are wondering, what political party is that? And what does... You see, you need to possess knowledge about many things. Yeah. If, if all you know is Mansa Musa, you can't preach. <laughs> so you find God loves us in spite of us, not because of us. That was a big discovery that saved our marriage, saved the church, etc. Do you understand? So these two sons... If each one was looking out for their own interests, the only person looking out for other people's interests was what? Was the father. So, for example, when he comes and tells the father, Give me my stuff. Now, please, this, let me just talk to you, not even as a pastor, just as a fellow citizen. Never go to your parents when they are still alive and tell them, where is the will? No, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, because essentially, he was wishing his dad to be dead. He said, ah, you're, you're, you're living too long. Eh? When am I getting my things? Hey. Bible says, the leech hath two daughters. Give and yeah, the leech has two daughters. Give and give. Jimmy, Jimmy. Not, not, not with a J. With a G. Hmm? Jimmy this, Jimmy that, Jimmy that, Jimmy that, Jimmy that, Jimmy this, Jimmy, 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 they are going to admit me to anointed cross I'm trying to do my interview slowly slowly hey don't be that person who their whole life is Jimmy this, Jimmy that, Jimmy the other, Jimmy, Jimmy. No. It's more blessed to give than to receive. So this gentleman, he just wanted these things, even though it wasn't yet time. Now, how many of you know that there are things that should come into your life, but at a certain time? Sometimes it's a timing issue. So this guy didn't want to know. He's like, I want my things now. And then what does he do once he's been given his things? He moved away from the father. He went to a far country. And the Bible says he wasted his pos- on, with riotous living. Give me the KJV version. I like how it endeth verse 13. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. Ah, can you imagine when your life can be described as one ongoing riot? Hey, what a shock. Why was he having riotous living? He was only thinking about himself. Himself. 
people who think only about themselves they don't save they don't invest the only thing they know is what spending you will never get wealthy spending let me try this side you will never get wealthy spending yeah some people think they have a divine right to expenditure when you ask where is your savings what ones i'm saved where are your investments in heaven huh where is your land i'm not of this world ah what a shock you just are thinking about yourself you're nothing about the next generation bible says a, a good man leaves an inheritance for children's children if you're thinking about others you don't spend like that you don't become a spendthrift look at proverbs 21 20 proverbs 21 20 what does it say there is desirable treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise but a foolish man squanders it there is what desirable treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise they possess certain things that they store up you know no no one in their right mind by the way makes wealth for themselves why yeah you just be like the worldly people paul writes about them let's let's eat and drink after all we live and die why buy land yeah why buy more than one after all i already have my home do you know why you're buying more than one because when you go you don't want now to divide the home into the bedroom is for this one the other bedroom is for the other am i making sense ah you people don't want me to teach about these things you want us to only talk about the abomination of the desolation at the holy place and the broomstick of jehu yeah sometimes uh, the bible reads us it's easier to say me i'm not a prodigal me i'm not selfish ah no you <laughs> where, where what what have you stored up for others mm. amen a foolish man does what squanders shout i am wise now go and build up that treasure since you're wise go do it go do it practically you know i find so many people in church who think god is, is into witchcraft yeah you're just going to be like this like this then you open your eyes there's a land title there it doesn't work yeah there are stages of wisdom that you operate to gain certain things amen i'm still talking about the first son now as often happens to those who mind about themselves i'm about to make a big point tell your neighbor big point coming tell them wake up tell them put the toothpicks between your eyelids so this guy as usually happens to those who mind about themselves he was demoted to nothing he lost everything and went to feed swine now because we are not familiar with 
Jewish people, we don't understand the implication of that. I think in our context, the people we are familiar with are our Muslim brothers and, and sisters. Now, imagine that it's a little bit worse for the Jews. Yeah. Now imagine being from one of those very important Muslim families and then you end up yeah, yeah, like that level of demotion in life is not good. That's the only way you can understand because when you read it in the Bible, it doesn't make sense to you. You don't understand the relationship between Jews and pigs. Yeah. It wasn't just a bad job. He didn't say he went to feed sheep. He didn't go to feed goats. He didn't go to dig in a garden. He went to feed swine. That is the progressive demotion that happens to people who mind about themselves. The good news is that the opposite is true. There is progressive promotion for people who mind about others. It's progressive. It's not those things of sudden, instant, you got lucky, the boss likes you, maybe not in a very good way. No, I'm, not, I'm talking about people who are always thinking, how do I add value to other people? What can I do for other people? There is no end to your promotion if you're that kind of person. There will never be an end to your promotion. I'm telling you. Jesus told and said in uh, uh, Mark 9.35, Mark 9.35, he sat down and called the twelve and said to them, If anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. People who start businesses to make money eventually come to nothing. Yeah. People who start businesses to serve people. Ah, they end up with a lot of money which they don't know what to do with many in many cases because they're trying to figure out how do we get now i'm not saying that they are completely innocent they also have the desire to make money but it is not the overriding desire because if it was to make money jeff bezos would have stopped long ago because he had already made enough if it was to make money elon musk would have stopped long ago because he had already made enough when he owned paypal if it was to make money, Bill Gates would have stopped long ago because they had already made enough. So it's not just the making of money. It's solving big problems. The bigger problems you solve, the more money you make. Bigger problems you solve for bigger numbers of people. Yeah, that's how people make money. People don't make money because they are trying to make If you want to make money, go get a job. Uh, that's the only thing that will solve your problem temporarily but that you're going to start a business it will suck life out of you everyone you see who succeeded at business it was so hard at some point they probably in their hearts they quit 10 times but they kept coming back they kept coming back all sorts of things will fight against you when you try to start a business because ultimately you're trying to solve a certain problem amen so 
That's what happens. Progressive promotion to people who care about others. That is how God has set up his kingdom. That's what he says. If you want to be great, you shall be servant of all. The more people you serve, the, the better it is for you. Doesn't make sense. Ah, wow. Okay. Does it make sense again? All right. Who makes more money? Uh, one whose company sells. one car a month or one who sells a thousand cars a month now who serves more people yeah who is greater it's not business garage but sometimes anyway let me stick with the point yeah this feed my family vision for your business please throw it away go find something better than feed my family feed many nations start a business and start thinking how can i take this thing to as many people as possible why is china prospering they are sending us everything they say in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth everything else was made in china that's a joke. So some of you, you, you don't, you are annoyed by the message. You don't even want to laugh. That's why they are prospering. They are making things, solving problems. What? Uh, so we are going to join them and also solve big problems for big numbers of people. Big problems for big numbers of people. That, that's how we get promoted, right? So anyway, this young man, all he wanted was self-promotion. My thing. So, when he wanted his thing, he got his thing, he blew his thing, he brought it to nothing, he went to feed pigs. Then one day he wakes up and you would think, now he has learned his lesson. No, he hadn't. So he decides, I'm going to my dad. But do you know what's motivating him? Not, he's not there thinking what is daddy thinking what, what, what is he thinking happened to me what is mommy thinking is going on with me how is my brother how are my sisters how, are, how is uncle so and so I wonder what conversations they have about me since I've been gone for several years do you know what motivated him to go back Anger. <laughs> he was he sat one day and said, Wait a minute, these hunger punks here. Huh? I wonder how many of my father's hired servants have enough bread and I'm here dying with hunger. Uh-uh. Let me sk- tie together a, a deal. Let me go tell my dad, I'm so sorry, forgive me. I've sinned against heaven and against you. Uh Make me one of your hired servants. Why? So that I can have something to eat. It wasn't about the relationship. It was just about the food. I'm hungry. It's easier to get a job back home. It, it would definitely not be a pig-style job. So he gets to go. What a shock. 
Now, of course, you know the story. He came back. The father ran, kissed him. There was no uh, Ebola. Uh, put his <laughs> put new shoes on his feet. Gave him the ring. Killed the fatted calf. And then news gets to the older son who is out in the what? In the field. He started by hearing music. DJ Pius, the gospel turntable assassin. And he's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Hey. hey! What care we? This is a feast of victory. We celebrate the love of slay. This is the feast of victory. Echijulo, echijulo, echobu wanguzi chicho chicho. Echijulo, echijulo, echobu wanguzi chicho chicho. Echijulo, echijulo, echobu wanguzi chicho chicho. Echijulo, echijulo, echobu wapu 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 wapu. Hey, and then he was like, "What's going on here?" They told him, your brother is back. Like, he's the music guy. From when he had left, there had been no disco, no music, no dancing, and, and, no, and, and watch this, no barbecue. Hey, this was the older son, the legalist. For him, he was into work, 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 work for daddy, work for daddy, work, work. And he got furious. The father came out to him. Please, let's go. Your brother is back. No. All these years I've served you. I've obeyed all your commandments. You've never even given me a small goat to celebrate with me. And it's like, I am not coming. I cannot come to the banquet. No, that's another scripture. So, he refused. So his father is like, but look, everything here is yours. Let's go celebrate. You're always with me. So this is the story of the lost sons. One was lost away from home. One was lost at home. You can be at home and you're lost. You can be like the other one who went and just blew the father's property you can be licentious you're a christian only in name when they you are, if they took you to a court of law to accuse you of being a christian there wouldn't be enough evidence remember the lost son was still a son don't forget that he was still a son he was out there but he was still a son and then there are those who have served they have stayed but they are angry and annoyed and the music is done 
There is no barbecue, no joy, nothing. Because they have fallen into a religious pattern of church attendance. And you know we can, there, there are many of our brothers and sisters who are lost out there. But we can be lost right in here. And the father is reaching out to all of us. All of us saying, you, you, you with your sins, I know you have lost everything. You made bad decisions. Life has beaten you. You don't even know where some of your children are. You don't even know how many women have born your children, but come. And then there are these others like, you also come. You've been around. Your joy is gone. But come. Because the father is thinking about all of us. Amen. You see, there are two main dominant divisions among Christians. One category of Christians are the ones who are baptized and perhaps confirmed and attend church once in a while, but there is not enough evidence. Their lives are between the world and Christ. They are, they are, they live liberally. They live that the convictions of God in their life are not strong enough. So they are, they are lit, they are worldly. They are carnal. And then the other one are the ones who are, they are inside, but they are legalistic. They are, they are ruled by rules. They really no longer have... You used to talk to God and it was fun. Now it is, okay, the alarm has gone off. They said we are supposed to pray at five. Okay, let's pray. No more joy. And you know, interestingly, the, the Bible in the New Testament, there are two different churches that represent those categories of people. The Corinthians and the Galatians. The Corinthians were kano, oh, kano, wildly. They were still Christians. Paul writes to the saints at Corinth. Give me First Corinthians 3, 1 to 3, and you'll see what he told them. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to kano, as to babes in Christ. In other words, and he said, brethren, but can you imagine you're addressing a Christian brother? But you know you're talking to the flesh. Yeah. I, I cannot address you as spiritual at all, at all. Because when I look at your life, there is no evidence of God at work. You bear the name, but you take bribes. You bear the name, but you can't stick to a, a one relationship. You bear the name, but ah, you're wasting the father's inheritance on harlots in riotous living you know when you're a christian god gives you a lot of resources both spiritual and natural for the kingdom but when you get them and leave and go and start spending them elsewhere a lot of people do that they say, i say i fed you with milk and not with solid food for until now you were not able to receive it and even now you are still not able for you are still cannot 
For where there is there are envy, strife, division, are you not carnal and behaving like me? Amen. Give me that TPT. The passion translation, I'm starting to finish. The passion translation, I'm starting to finish. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a good message. Ah, uh, uh, from verse one. Brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I found it impossible to speak to you as those who are spiritually mature people. For you are still dominated by the mindset of the flesh. And because you are immature infants in Christ, I had to nurse you and feed you with milk, not with the solid food of more advanced teachings. Because you aren't ready for it. In fact, you are still not ready to be fed solid food. For you are living your lives dominated by the mindset of the flesh. Ask yourself, is there a jealousy among you? Do you compare yourselves with others? Do you quarrel like children and end up taking sides? If so, this proves that you are living your life centered on yourself. You are living your life centered on yourselves, dominated by the mindset of the flesh and behaving like unbelievers. That was the carnal, licentious, fleshly church. That's one side. Now there is the other side. Interestingly, the scriptures are the same. So Galatians still 3, 1 to 3. Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among the arts? Crucified. This one I want to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you now being made perfect in the flesh? Since we use TPT, can we also use TPT? Alright, TPT. What has happened to you, Galatians, by acting so foolishly? You must have been under some evil spell. Didn't God open your eyes to see the meaning of Jesus' crucifixion? Wasn't he revealed to you as the crucified one? So answer me this. Did the Holy Spirit come to you as a reward for keeping all the Jewish laws? No, you received him as a gift because you believed in the Messiah. Your new life in the anointed one began with the Holy Spirit giving you a new birth. Why then would you softly return from living in the spirit by trying to finish by your own works? So at the end of the day, we all need Christ. Those who have been out for long and those who have been in for long, we must constantly be recalibrated and recentered to depend on him who loved us for no one, none of us is too bad for god to love you no one is too bad and none of us is too good for god to love you he loves us because he is our father why don't you stand and we pray just stand and just stand and pray and give thanks to god for his kindness and his goodness and his grace toward you and I. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We honor you. You're so kind. Thank you for inviting us to care about others. Thank you that today we choose not to be that son who squandered his inheritance in the world, but also not to be the sons who don't care about those who are outside. So we bless you and thank you. And so friends, even as we conclude this message, you may be here and as everyone is praying, I just want to pray with you in case you've not given your life to Jesus. You're like, I'm, I'm not even in that equation. I'm not even in that equation. I want you to know God loves you. 
or maybe you are like that first the, the son they talk about first who took the inheritance and walked away i've met many people who once served god in their earlier years in the church in scripture union in christian union you walked away and and like the corinthians it's like you're like an unbeliever almost it's just that there's that flicker of hope in your heart you know that you walked with him once for all both of those categories if you are there i want to pray with you i want you to take a bold step and put your hand up so that i can pray with you say pastor pray with me maybe a friend invited you maybe you you just have been coming just put it up straight i need to see it so that i know how to pray with you thank you my sister i see that hand put it up i see that hand someone else you're like today i must come to the love of jesus the love of jesus those you, you're like i've walked away i've not walked with him no it's okay i'm going to pray with everyone where they are because of time just put put your hand up i want to pray with you more people please i know there is more more of you there is more of you don't be ashamed don't be ashamed there's nothing to be ashamed about this is this thank you i see those hands keep keep them going keep them going i see those hands there's more of us in this house you know that you need to walk back to that first love that god has for you amen I want you to keep those whose hands are up. I want you to put it up. I'm going to pray. And if you haven't yet done so, I want you to put your hand up now because I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray now for the work of God. Amen. I met a brother yesterday who has been in worship service since 2014. 2014. Wow. Yeah. The brother has been attending church since 2014. But he says his real salvation began in june this year wow yeah that's the first time he really yeah because it's 2014 he has been around he has served on different teams but he says for him it was friday off to the bar and even him he wouldn't he would get there and say how did i even get here i'm not supposed to be here that was that was his life. He's like, you know the things Paul says, the things I want to do, I don't do. The things I don't want to do, I do. And he says, just a miracle in rest month. God just came into his life and turned everything around. Everything around. And he says, he can't imagine. He was always in debt. He says, he, he now can't imagine that his life, he has no problems. He says, I have no problem. He has, I've had a life of problems. But he says, I have never been in a situation where I sit here like this and I don't have any problem. Eight years in the church, only in the last three, six, four months that God, he has allowed God to work. So when I ask you, don't think I'm wasting time. I'm telling you. You can be in the God. Anyway, are we ready to pray? Yes. So for those of you who didn't put your hand up and you still want us to pray, you can do that. So let's, I'm going to pray. Just put your hand up. If you're in that category, you're like, you know what? I, I relate with that son. I'm squandering my inheritance uh, in the wrong places. I, 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 I don't feel the connection. Thank you, Father, for my brothers and sisters whose hands are up. I pray for the power of the Holy Spirit right now to come upon them and to start aligning things 
that they will like that first like that son who came home that you put a ring on their finger shoes on their feet and that we celebrate with them right now as they come to you wholeheartedly thank you for the miracle of life in Christ Jesus that begins right now in Jesus name amen amen, amen. amen. can we celebrate with those we've just prayed with now when the service ends I want you to come and talk to Pastor Kathy Pastor Kathy can you come here come here so that people see who I'm talking about this is Pastor Kathy all those whose hands were up Pastor Kathy where are you going to be where are they find? she will be in that corner okay now if you are like Nicodemus hmm, your hand was not up you can still come to Pastor Kathy quietly in that corner and say me my hand wasn't up but from the look of things yeah because we want to walk the journey with you amen thank you so much now that's one category now that there is another category i'm going to pray also you've been around for a long time but you no longer even feel anything for god yeah you're like well, let's work you identify more as a worker than a son or daughter and the joy is gone you wonder why people are laughing in church you're like why are they laughing what's funny all the jokes don't get through to you what a shock <laughs> i want to pray with you because i know what it can mean to serve until the joy is gone it has happened to me a couple of times and i want to pray with you because while we are talking about others and i told you last time have three people three to five right that you are going to pray for including fasting you're going to connect with you're going to serve you're going to invite to church and you're going to preach to now some of you you didn't even do anything you know why you didn't do anything because your 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 heart no longer beats for what god's heart beats for yeah you've been around too long when we talk about lost people you're like which ones there's no one lost let's move on you're like that son who's like why why is there music that, that person went and made their bad decisions why are we wasting time here ah uh, now i'm telling you if you didn't write down in my phone there's a list it's called the love list right now it has 10 names the love list of people i'm praying for to receive christ and trying to figure out how to yeah how to connect now if if you don't have a love list uh, because there is no record of the older brother ever asking the father about how is my brother have you heard from him no, it was the father who was watching every day waiting when will he come back this one never watched anything he was just working to increase his own estate ah now you realize that both sons needed repentance so i'm going to pray for you today and then you are going to go and do something about it because this thing of others is serious can i tell you something 45 percent 
of all inhabitants of the earth belong to three religions Islam Hinduism and Buddhism and they are all in one little triangle on earth Asia Middle East Asia out to outer Asia just three like this yeah close to four billion people are in three like this in places where it is very hard to reach them so we we have to pray right we have to pray we have to be thinking about these things there are people right now who are being tortured for their faith you you are not being tortured for your faith we have to think about them we have to figure out how to support them amen I'm going to pray. So if you're in that category, you can put your hand up and we pray. You're like, I, I, I need to repent of not really being passionate about the father's children out there. It can't be that I'm the only one, really. Yeah, so thank you for those whose hands are up. Thank you for those who are walking in truth. They say that I desire above all things that my children should walk in what? In truth. Do you sincerely, genuinely care about the lost? That's the question we're asking ourselves. So, Father, thank you so much for those whose hands are up who are saying we have not done enough to care about our brothers and sisters in the world. Lord, help us. Draw us to what makes your heart beat that we will go and reach them with your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, thank you for coming out today. God bless you. We have the youth experience at 11.30 right here. It's going to be awesome. Worship Harvest, where you get a happy anniversary. And uh, so God bless you so much. Why don't we pray? Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your blessing upon your children here and in all the locations where they are watching us from. We bless them. Friends, may God bless you. May he cause his face to shine on you and give you peace. And may he give you a heart that beats for others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.